Help me out here. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Help Me Out Here podcast. It's good to have you here. Just really quick, I wanted to say that if you're listening right now on any streaming platform or watching on YouTube, you're actually seeing last week's episode. So if you'd like to see episodes a week early, head over to my Patreon account, patreon.com slash Zachariah Mayfield. I would really appreciate it. Um, you can pledge for as little as $3 a month, and that seriously helps me so much. You could even say that it helps me out here um, if you wanted to, but that would actually probably be a pretty bad joke, so I wouldn't recommend that one. Today on the show is my friend Josh Davis. I went to college with him, and he's an incredible musician and just a a great husband. He's going to be a dad soon, so there's a lot of fun things in this conversation that we talk about, so enjoy. I'm going to go eat chocolate out of my fridge. See ya. Before I was uh, installing like AV gear, um, in churches and stuff like that all around mm-hmm. the country. Um, it's not anything I ever thought I would be doing. Um, I need to stay right here. And you can be like relatively <clears throat> in within vicinity of it. In range. In range. In range, honestly. Yeah, dude. You know about AV gear. I know about range. You're fine. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, so I got laid off in May. Mm-hmm. Um, and when I got laid off I was doing um I was working in like the marketing department of our of of the company that I was at and um honestly like me getting laid off from that position was probably the best thing that could have happened just because like I I really feel like um the position that I was in like the company that I was with they didn't really know what to do with like my position yeah Um, you said it kind of was changing a lot yeah, it was changing a lot. So like I was only in that position for like two months before they decided to what they termed as uh, eliminate the position. Um, <laughs> okay. Yeah. No, but they, they, they took care of me for several weeks after. But it really just opened up this like world for me to um, uh, pour into like this next uh, like business venture thing that um, me and Lindsay have going. Um, so basically now we are building up our lesson slash student clientele like out of our house so So, cool yeah dude that's genius (laughs) so we uh we opened like we started a business and we call it the lesson house uh and we're doing yeah we just we teach students so we teach uh voice piano guitar and then like music production stuff so that's so cool (laughs) yeah it's really crazy oh my god if i wouldn't have got laid off i wouldn't have got like um like the severance pay like if i just would have quit which mm. i was I, I was feeling that like anyway so it kind of just all worked out um yeah. really for the best and wow um so yeah and it, the crazy thing is like w- number one we we didn't have we i mean we weren't planning on it at all like we weren't p- planning on me getting laid off so we didn't have like any savings or anything like that like they tell you like have an emergency fund and you know yeah. and just in case stuff like that happens but listen like i can't explain it at all like we didn't have an emergency fund Mm -hmm. and i haven't had a job since may and like everything is just taken care of it's it's literally (laughs) nuts so crazy dude um so yeah like in may (laughs) in may like i think um it's been a little bit slow over the summer but um in may i think we had you know between like 10 to 12 students uh and we literally just started it like yeah i was gonna ask right off the cuff it was like like 10 to 10 to 15 students like right there which is crazy so going into the school year it's like our like our goal is to like obviously expand that to to the point where both me and Lindsay can be full-time doing that 
Dude, that's so awesome. Yeah, because it'd be working like a fraction of the time that we would both work. I mean, I think we'll work like 25 hours a week and yeah, um, and then get to, you know, the, the big part of us, the big part um, of teaching lessons for us that really makes it worth it is like, you know, it's our thing. Like we get to control the environment. And because of that, like we get to like build relationships with people that we like, we don't have the, fr- we wouldn't have had the freedom to do that in yeah. any other kind of work environment, which that's like, that's the coolest thing for I us is just that. the relationship. So I'm so um, stoked for you guys. Yeah. Cause I, so I came to your house. We were trying to figure out when that was Yeah, months ago. Yeah. Like so long. Yeah. Probably like four to six months. Yeah. Four was to the last time I saw you? Four, four, six months. Four, six. Four, six. Four, 46 months ago, I saw you guys. Um, I came to your house and we were just talking. I remember you were telling me about your job, like, how management was constantly changing their responsibilities and and like it just making it difficult yeah. for you in your marketing job. Yeah. And and we were also just talking about how you and Lindsay are so passionate about music, like your music yeah. and like you with production and stuff too. So it just gets me stoked that this is happening. Yeah. And that you guys are actually like putting in effort. Because yeah. so many people talk about what they want to do or what they like to do and they don't do anything. Yeah, no, it's true. <laughs> about it. So yeah. congrats for you guys. Yeah, thanks, buddy. That's so sweet. You have like, you're teaching the next generation. Yeah. No, it's cool though. Cause yeah, we teach, I mean, it's kids, but it's also like adults too. Like, I think we have like our youngest kid uh, that that we teach. Um, I think she's six, um, maybe five or six. Oh, cool. Um, and like the oldest uh, person that um, we teach, I think is... 35 mm-hmm. something like that so yeah. it's a, it it uh it ranges that's so cool ranges so you're <laughs> it's Rover. all about rain <laughs> so <laughs> you guys are going to be doing the lesson house which is an amazing name by yeah. the way i love that thanks daddy that's thanks so, daddy that's so cute so you got that um are you guys gonna try to have time to make your own like music as well yeah for, for your sure project yeah. tell us about your project yeah projects projects so um <laughs> yeah this has kind of been like the more exciting piece because I feel like it really connects with what um, what my my dreams have always been, um, and that's to like you know write music and travel and perform and stuff like that. So this next thing um, that uh, me in particular that I'm moving into um, is kind of a solo project, um, and I, I go kind of go by the artist named Jolie. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just spelled J O L I. It's kind of simple, um, but really like where that name is uh like kind of where it comes from it's just like the first two letters of both me and Lindsay's name so yeah it's it's nothing like groundbreaking or oh my god that's so artistic but it's just it's just like Jolie like but people wouldn't suspect it because Mm. you know they don't you know if they don't know us they don't know you know it sounds like a happy name too and you guys are both like so happy and beautiful people I like it I think it's just like a a sweet name yeah it sounds friendly Yeah, yeah it is friendly that's yeah. so cool. So do you have music out that people can listen to yet? Or? Yeah, so I, I actually released um, my first single um, on my birthday this past year on July 2nd, which was uh, super exciting. I got, I got a lot of love on it, which... Um, I really liked it. Meant the world to me. <laughs> oh. Oh. And that's um, the kind of talent you can come to expect from, from Jolly. <laughs> Jolly Dolly. Jolly Dolly. Um, no, but... Yeah, it got a lot of love, and uh, uh, what a lot of people don't probably don't know about the song um, is that it kind of came out of last year, the beginning of last year, um, where my parents were kind of going through this thing, and um, I, they're uh, they're officially 
like divorced now and I'm, I won't go too much into it past that. But I, I was in this like season of like, I, I just, just being confused and like trying to wrestle with like life, you know, f- for myself. Yeah. Um, Oh, that's crazy, man. And yeah, so I, I just, I mean, I sat down and, you know, it's not, you know, from a production standpoint, I, I don't feel like it's the best thing, you know, that I've ever done or that I've ever heard or whatever, but like how it just kind of came together. Like I, I was, I think it was a Saturday and I, I went into like my, my studio probably like around 10 a.m. Um, and I had the song like done by 7 p.m. Like Dang. just all in one day. Yeah, it was. You just spewed your yeah. heart into this studio space. Yeah, it was crazy. Like I had this idea in the car while I was driving one day and I, um, I brought it home and I like, like put like what I felt like, or I thought kind of was like the chorus hook. Mm-hmm. Um, and I kind of just built the song around it in like, like seven hours. Yeah. So that's really good. Yeah. That's a lot of work in one day. Yeah. Yeah. It was, but that's um, cool. Like when you're super inspired, sometimes it just like flies out of you. Yeah. It's crazy. <laughs> you just got to document it now. Get yeah. it done, and then it's that's like super honest way of doing it too, um, but that's like that blows my mind. Um, your family going through that when you're at this age, yeah. It's, it's like usually you hear like, oh yeah, my parents got divorced when I was four, or like in the young stages. But yeah, I'm sure it's still like super hard to go through now, like yeah. in your twenties and stuff. Yeah, and I'm not even sure that they know the songs about them. So like, <laughs> if they watch this, it'll be first. <laughs> Sorry. No, it's good. It's good though. <laughs> it is. It is funny. so weird though, because like I remember, you know, and I've dealt with it in other ways too. Probably not so healthy. You know, I'm sure alcohol was probably a, a yeah. way that I've dealt with it at certain <laughs> points. Um, but. Yeah, it, it is weird because I remember times when I was a kid, you know, in elementary school and middle school of like, you know, hearing of my friends who like some of my friends who their parents were divorced. And I just remember, man, I'm really glad that's not my parents. Yeah. You always think. That. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Like my parents are, you know, I feel bad for them. I don't know. I, I don't know what I would do if my parents were, um, you know, not together. It'd be. Yeah. It's oh just so gosh. weird. That's crazy. Um, but yeah, so it's. um you know, 27 and my parents just got a divorce and it's weird because that, you know, they were married for 30 years and that's a long time to be married and then just, you know, kind of get a divorce. But, you know, I just, I believe that, you know, f- like for them, it's the best thing. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that's good. Yeah. For now anyway. Yeah. For now. <laughs> that's all I and can life say. changes so much and yeah. sometimes so fast. Yeah. But the good thing is you have this beautiful little family on the horizon. I know. I'm so pumped about it, man. You're having a baby babes your wife's currently at her job making that baby bread right dude now. she is making some baby uh what's that baby dude. non <laughs> baby baby non she's got some a bun in her oven and yeah. she's making bread and we're just drinking coffee being lazy bums yo let me just yeah Lindsay is literally amazing so she's been freaking killer through this whole like awkward slash amazing season of me losing my job and then like you know just really stepping up to like in her job and just waking up every single morning and just trudging it out and I feel bad every time she wakes up in the morning to go to work I'm like I kind of feel like I should be the one doing this but at the same time knowing like you know I'm at home like cranking and uh you know getting out um you know lesson house material and like so we're both doing our own things but it's just kind of that traditional stigma that you're like that I wrestle with it's like but Lindsay's killing it though that's um, so cool. Yeah. And it helps that she has a good job with good bosses. So, yeah. Yeah. It doesn't matter. Like, I feel like it doesn't matter anymore, like, about the 
gender roles when it yeah. comes to like work and stuff like that. Like we're in such a different society now. Yeah. Like there's there's so many different ways to make money too now. Yeah. Like you just posting on Instagram, Facebook about lessons and like getting clients. Yeah. Or like you can go drive Uber, Postmates. Like it's just different times. And they're like we carry those weird um social norms with us. Yeah. From pe- previous generations and stuff. But do I need to I feel like is this in my <laughs> face? I just feel like this. Oh, maybe a little bit. Yeah. Do I need to. Is that better? Do I need yeah, to like you can, more here? You can rotate something? it like this. Oh, buddy! No, that was my B. That one is so on me, brother. Suggesting. <laughs> <laughs> here we are, staring into the cam. What if we just were so close to each other while we podcasted? Thank you so much, <laughs> dude. I like this. We were. This was like all white wall like a week ago. But we so got this flag up. We got two flags. We got a little lamp. Oh, wow. Do check this out. Alexa, turn off the kitchen lamp. So, I mean, if that's not future. Bro, that's so future. Isn't that crazy? Here, try to turn it on and see what happens. Hey, Alexa, turn on the kitchen lamp. Oh. Wait a minute. Hey, Alexa, turn off the kitchen lamp. <laughs> she doesn't recognize questions. Questions, yeah. <laughs> okay. Alexa, turn on the kitchen lamp. <laughs> Whoa! Oh, she did. She made me doing this. Every every time you drink coffee, all the lights are like ding. Oh, it's pretty funny. Wow, wow's. I'm so glad you're here. We, uh, me and you, went to college together, but not the whole time. Yeah. When did you guys start coming to Evangel? Yeah. So we moved out to. Uh, Springfield in 2013. It was the fall of 2013 when we started going there, and then we just like finished like the last two. So we graduated in, um, like we were done with school in December of 2015. Yeah, <laughs> I almost broke the thingy, dude. Yep, 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 yep. Don't break the thing. Don't break the thingy. Yeah, but I, we were like in the same music circle, kind of in yeah. college. Because I was like in this really weird, stupid friend group where we were just obnoxious and we were always just with each other. Yeah. But then me being on different worship teams and bands in college kind of pushed me out of that circle into like the cool kid, like hip worship group too. So I was, I feel like I was on the skirts of your guys' group. Skirts. Not under the skirt. That's inappropriate. I was just kind of around it. Just looking around <laughs> it. Just at you guys. Under my skirt. It was a friendly skirt encounter. <laughs> but, but it was cool because I got to meet people like you guys um, who are very talented musicians and singers. And I don't know. You guys, I feel like you take so much confidence to be a worship leader. And I, I thought I wanted to be that for a long time. Yeah. And then, no. But... Yeah. I don't know. What's your experience like with being a worship leader? Oh, I, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't do it nearly as much anymore. So I think that <laughs> your question, it takes a lot of confidence, is like very telling of the fact that I don't do it anymore. <laughs> so well, it's, it's a weird thing. I think the whole idea is weird, but yeah, I mean, it's it, <laughs> it's a little goof. It's it, it, it is. But I, I don't know. Like there's so much there's so much that you could talk about around the idea of like that's true leading worship because I, I do think it's like very essential i just like practically i i'm not one to say what you should and shouldn't do i i don't know it's that's a tough that's a really tough like yeah topic it's a very weird topic it'd be cool actually it'd be cool if i got somebody in here who's like a full-time 
worship guy. Yeah. Who had like some cool opinions and stuff. Yeah. Cause I mean, Lindsay loves it. Like, you know, if Lindsay could do that for, you know, her life, like she, she would, I, um, but yeah, I mean, we're just, we're in this kind of weird season right now, yeah. but it's amazing though. Like I wouldn't change it yeah. for anything. I think, <clears throat> I, I don't know why, but it just, cause I did worship my entire life up mm-hmm. until I st- like started my band and now I play metal music. But yeah. I, one thing I think is interesting is that the worship team is on a stage. It's like, it's set up like a concert and maybe that's just the simplest way to do it. Yeah. But sometimes like if, like I haven't really been going to church, but when I do, like I can't get over that. Yeah. And maybe that's because I'm a musician and that's just what I do. Yeah. But I can't get over the fact I'm like, we're standing in front of these people playing music and they're just like playing music at me. And I know like the idea is to join in with it Yeah. and everything. But I, lately I just like, dude, it's so hard for me. Well, it's, yeah, it, it's difficult. And I think that's a big reason why like I started questioning like, you know, is this like really what I want to do? Um, because when I first started doing music, like when I first started writing music, I it it wasn't like Christian stuff. It was secular. It was like breakup stuff. Like when I was really young, like, yeah. thir- like 13. <laughs> That's so awesome. And then so like I entered like the, like the church scene and like the worship world. And I'm not saying that like I've, you know, I've gone through it and, you know, um, you know, I've seen all there is to see because there's right. a lot of like worship teams out there doing it really, really well. Totally. Um, but on the other side of that, like for me, there was just something that didn't connect in my head about like me spending my life, you know, promoting my own Christian slash worship music and traveling around and getting paid to lead people in this act that I feel like they could do on their own and they shouldn't have to be paying people for it. And I, and I realized that's a very, very small, like, like, lens that I'm looking at that through Mm -hmm. but just for my like just for my personal like life story like I I would feel I just feel a lot better like earning people's money doing secular music yeah you know what I'm saying no I I see you're saying because sometimes like with church and like paying people and stuff it's like we're having a concert but trying to say it's not a concert yeah but it operates the same way we're on a stage they're making money yeah traveling like I don't know. And I guess there are like worship concerts and stuff too. Yeah. There's there's so many like little lines and I don't know anything, so I'm not trying to like start anything, but it's just interesting to me. Yeah. It just fascinates me. Yeah, and how much of it is so like repetition too. I was at a church service last week and um like they ended a song and the worship leader's like, you know, he he says like the the token phrase that every worship leader says after every song. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's lift up a shout of praise. And I'd say, <laughs> and I turned over to Lindsay and I just like busted up laughing, like right there in the church yeah. service. So I was like, I feel, I feel bad at this, but I don't at the same time. Like, cause I just, I feel like there's just this element of like creativity that we just like that scene. I say we, cause I, I was in it for so long, but like, um, that we just settle for. And it's like, we don't mm. keep pushing. We don't, we don't like try to move the curve. Like we yeah. don't, you know, we're dude, I think it's healthy to laugh at, the things, even the things we're doing, like yeah. there's probably elements of what we're doing right now that yeah. are so goofy. So goofy. Like we're sitting <laughs> in my kitchen talking into these like pieces of metal, drinking <laughs> Kofi. And it's like, it's weird. Yeah. But it's okay. I think it's good to look outside of what you're doing and like 
like like laugh at it yeah. because it's like we're just trying to figure out what we're doing in life. <laughs> it's it's more <laughs> it's more fun. <laughs> I just pictured this green ball of gas just like <laughs> All over the microphone. Like the episode of SpongeBob where he's like has rancid breath. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, I'm ugly and I'm proud. <laughs> Sunday. <laughs> oh man. He's growing it in his kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Oh, dude, perfect. But it's I just I like keeping a light heart about things. Like everything around me and even what I'm doing. Because yeah. if I get too serious about what I'm doing, like what I, basically what I'm trying to say is I'm not that cool. Yeah. Like playing you're, metal you're, music you're is, not. is so weird. Yeah, you're not. Moshing is so weird. Yeah. Like record, filming yourself, no. making skits. <laughs> yeah. It's good to like laugh at what you're doing no, because dude. it keeps, I think you can be humble. Yeah, you're being way too humble. You're a freaking rock star and you just don't want to. I'm not though. Admit it. <laughs> if you saw the old bank account. I just realized, are these glasses bugging that out? Like are no. you going to have a butthole time in post no like, i don't usually use the butthole plug-in we'll be good okay i did <laughs> just add like a <laughs> <laughs> hey alexa turn on the b-hole <laughs> some vortex use alexa to post it <laughs> what she's talking <laughs> um no it's such a wide shot no mm-hmm. and most people just listen on itunes anyway so so you yeah. can't even see what we're doing if you want to see what we're doing head to youtube and subscribe <laughs> look how tiny my fingers look on that screen. The link is right here. You have big hands. You're a very like tall man. I know. I can remember. You got I was, tall fingers. I was on like a church retreat or something one time, and I like when I was way young, and I woke up one morning. I don't know if I was going to bed or if I woke up. Uh, probably both. I did both at some point in my <laughs> you life. You woke up and your fingers were hard. <laughs> no, I was just like, bro, I have freaking avatar hands, dude. Like, <laughs> is they just need to be blue? And they I feel grew like over more sense. Yeah, dude, let's compare. Okay. Uh oh. I'm scared. Yeah, dude. You could crush my whole throat <clears throat> with your thumb. <laughs> hey, walk, Whoa. Whoa. You got thick, meaty hands, brother, and I'm proud of it. Okay? <laughs> <laughs> oh, dude, it just made sense, you know? Everything clicked. Clicks. Um, yeah, dude. It's crazy. Cause, yeah. Yeah. We were talking a little bit about this before the podcast, but um, yeah, I was in like one of the evangel university worship bands yes called imminence when i started my metal band and now i'm now i'm starting to think right now if anybody's out there like i'm worried about that mayfield guy <laughs> like he, he could have been a good worship leader and now he's playing metal. now he's playing metal probably looks weird on the outside but it's like a truer a truer form of expression for me yeah um and I, lo- I love that. Like, I love yeah. that mentality. Like, I don't have to do what, like, the mold, like, was. Because, like, the mold probably wasn't you. Yeah. You know? It wasn't. I love um, just within my whole wrestling out of, like, you know, coming out of, like, the worship scene into, like, the kind of the more secular scene of music. Um, and I say it was, a, a, like, I was wrestling with it because that's really what it was, man. Like, like, there's a lot of anxious nights, even that I still have about, like, that transition but i think at the end of the day like for me like big picture like i know that i don't have to be like singing a song of like that that has jesus or god or anything in it for him to like be proud of me that i'm using like the gifts that he's like given yeah you know no totally like i could be singing like a breakup song and like he's like dude that's a freaking dope song like or something like that you know what i'm saying like <clears throat> yeah, that's yeah, yeah, sick. Yeah, <laughs> just in a club with 
pool tables in the back. <laughs> it's a good song, too. Yeah. yeah, good job. No, I I fully agree. Like, and for I I know there's a lot of people who listen to this podcast that aren't Christian, and I think it can just apply to anybody where it's like, you, it's just good yeah. to do what you're good at. Yeah, because it's self fulfilling. And it makes the world a better place. Like when you use your talent, like and utilize yourself and give that to the world, it's gonna like bring joy and and happiness to other people. Yeah. Um. Or sadness, like yeah. writing a sad song, and that can really connect with somebody and help them. Yeah. Exactly. And that's like my like the whole thing about it for me. Like <clears throat> that really helps me justify like in my own heart of hearts is like, you know, I could write a song and it might not you know point. <laughs> Ding! You're so popular. <laughs> I'm gonna turn that on silent. I gotta make sure mine's on silent. Bing, bing, bing. Um, <laughs> bing, bing, bing. <laughs> um, yeah, like I could write a song that doesn't reflect anything having to do with like spirituality or faith or anything like that. But I, but like, there's a chance that it would connect with somebody who's going through a really difficult time. That they're like, okay, man, I'm not alone. Yeah. You know, and for me, like that's that's the biggest thing is like knowing that there are people out there with you that I identify with the the really difficult season that you're going through like you might not see god in like your situation but you don't have to like if you know that somebody out there is going through the same thing yeah you know which to me I, I saw this podcast the other day about like just pornography addiction and yeah. um I wanted to talk about that with you actually I'm oh, glad, 100% glad, glad you brought that up um, yeah, that's a big deal. I got a burpee game. Man, that coffee gave me the burps. Yeah, it's burpee coffee. Burpee, co- burpee coffee co. Burpee co. <laughs> burpee co. Burpee co. Tell me about this podcast. Um, basically, he was just challenged the idea like um, that uh, like pornography or just addiction in general isn't um, like a, a chemical thing in your brain. It's like a basically he's saying that like instead of going to, you know, instead of having therapy or all these different things, like try to fix you from your addiction, like really what the cure is, is being around people. Hmm. Like not like not isolating yourself, like being around people because being around people gives you perspective. It lets you know that you're not alone. It lets you know that like the things that you would do in like your alone time you would never do when you're around a group of people. And so this, I can't remember who the actual um, guy who was giving this lecture on, but he was, yeah, he was saying, um, I'm butchering this right now. <laughs> no, yeah. you're good. This is all really interesting. Yeah, essentially he's saying that the cure for most addictions, especially um, or particularly pornography is like, like surrounding yourself with people, like yeah. so, like socialize, be around people that mm. you know have are, that are positive, that give you good perspective in your life. And I, I just thought that was so interesting because it's true. Yeah, like even if it's just like filling your day up with phone calls or filling up filling your day up with like you know Facetime talks or whatever, mm. and just connecting yeah. with people. That's so interesting. Outside of like what your normal, um, like what your normal habit would be is just to you know wake up and you know go to work and do your nine to five thing and just try to avoid as many people as possible during the day like really connect with like number one what you're really passionate about in life yeah. and number two other people that are passionate about that same thing so um that's interesting do, do you isolate yourself do you tend to in certain certain situations yeah i mean i think like anytime that you know i'm going through a difficult thing obviously the 
the the tendency right off the cuff is like I just need to go be by myself mm-hmm. and you know clear my thoughts or whatever. Which, ironically enough, like when I go be by myself, like that's never the time that I clear my thoughts. It's always the time that I get more confused. Yeah. Oh man, this is like such perfect timing for where I'm at right yeah. now. Like, because oh, actually, I want to say a couple things first. Um, first thing. I still think, and I know you're not saying therapy's bad, but yeah, I just no, want, no, not at all. for some people, I just want them to know like therapy's awesome. Oh yeah, I've done it; it's good. And yeah. I think like, um, like having multiple avenues to turn to, like, yeah. like talking to friends, like being in social situations, therapy. Like, yeah. there's so many things you should do, like for yourself, because you you deserve it, because yeah. you're a good person. But um, I was gonna say like the FaceTime talks is something that I when I do it. Like if I'm having a shitty day, yeah. I'll just like FaceTime a couple of core dudes in my life and I'm like, oh, it just like totally like it feels like a vacuum just like sucks all the junk out of me. Yeah. Um, it inspires you. Yeah, it does. To go be creative because you're not in this like weird funk where you're just all in your head anymore. You're like, yeah. You want to get out and go, you know, create something. Exactly. Yeah. And I just I need <clears throat> to do that more instead of because I tend to when I make a mistake or like just ha- am having a crappy day like. I, my tendency is to isolate myself, just be by myself, like not talk to people, avoid like conversation. Um, but you got to like make that first step to like just grab your freaking phone yeah. and call somebody and yeah. like it starts to like go back uphill after that. No, for sure. It's crazy. Yeah. And yeah, I, I definitely was not saying don't get in therapy. Right. Don't, I know you weren't. You I know, just wanted to over clarify. A hundred percent. And let me do that even more right now. Like I, I've been in you know therapy really since college for a variety of different things, but um, mainly um, like pornography addiction, which um, it's it's so crazy how that can change like a person's life or take somebody who's super creative and put them in this like slump where they're not creating at all ever because yeah. they're just so depressed about it. And that's <clears throat> that's like the the big. Uh, challenge slash fight slash uh, dichotomy, I guess. Is that a word that I can use right there? Probably not. It's a really big word, so you can use it whenever you want. Okay, cool. Dichotomy. <laughs> um, that's like the the big fight in my head is, you know, whenever there's an opportunity for me, um, and I say opportunity, um, whenever there is a time where, I'm, where I feel isolated or I feel overwhelmed or whatever, and pornography is like the thing that I would run to, mm-hmm. um, I've been replacing that with like running to like music. That's so um, cool. And <laughs> I don't know, it's it's so crazy. I feel like I feel like it's this um uh parallel that I've been noticing recently of like um whenever I go do music instead of whenever I go do music instead of um you know choosing to act out or look at porn or whatever. I know we, we got real deep into this stuff. This um, is great. No, but, I've actually really wanted to talk about this. Yeah, and I think transparency, transparency is important um, for people to know that, you know, this can be talked about. Yeah. <laughs> um, but whenever there's a time where I'm, where I'm alone or by myself or um, or where just people aren't necessarily around me um, in a situation to where I would go look at porn or um, act out, um, I replaced that with music. And then after that, I realized, oh my God, this is like way more fulfilling. And it makes me like want to not ever like go look at pornography. On the flip side of that, whenever there is a time where 
I have that option and I actually do choose to go act out yeah. and look at porn, I don't want to have anything to do with anything creative, anything musical. Yeah, it just like um, shuts you down. It just shuts you down. It shuts everything creatively, like inspirational yeah. down that you have inside of you. And I just think that um, that parallels is really funny um, because it, it just shows you like literally the thing that is is bad for you, like it ripples into all these other areas mm-hmm. of your life. But when you do the thing that you know, like you're called to do. Yeah. Um, it like, yeah, it just breeds good things all over the rest of your life. It yeah. inspires you. You go, you want to inspire other people. You want to go be around people, which I think that's, I think it's huge. Yeah. So, so there's a couple things I want to address because I'm definitely more on your side with how you handle it. Like, I suck at it for yeah. sure. I, and we'll, I want to get into that because I want to be transparent about it. But I know like for, there's probably some people watching or listening that um, are like, oh, this is goofy. Like porn's normal. And like, that's fine. Yeah. Like, yeah. I, I know there's a lot of different like beliefs in people yeah. who watch this podcast. I don't even know what the frick I'm believing in or anything right now. But <laughs> so like, it's totally, I just want to like address different sides of yeah. it for other people. Yeah, like, for sure. Absolutely. Um, Cause like some people, this isn't me, but I've talked to and heard some people say like that it's just a normal part of their life. Like it's a normal thing, even in their relationship. Absolutely. Um, and they can like live in peace with it. And, um, that's fine for you. Like I I can't do that. Like, but there's no judgment. Yeah. No judgment. judgment Cause like (laughs) everybody's different. Like everybody has a different background. Yeah. I, and I personally can't relate with that. Yeah. But so one thought in my head is, do I feel so like incredibly guilty and dark and demotivated with pornography because I grew up in a Christian world where it's like, like literally to go to the college I had to go to, I had to sign a contract saying I would not drink alcohol or watch porn for those four years. Yeah. Like I had to sign something like that, which is, I don't even want to get into that, but it's like, is it because I grew up in that world that I feel so guilty or is it actually just like, my personality and how my being operates like so i have questions like for sure but at the end of the day i know whatever life situation i grew up in like i i can't live healthily with pornography yeah um it just it doesn't fit in my life um yeah so the another question i have for you i guess is like you said you started replacing watching pornography in times of being alone or being isolated with like playing music. But I feel like there's some sort of connection there, some sort of bridge. Like how did you cross that bridge? Cause that's the question is the how, and maybe it's just like, just do it. Just keep trying until it works. But do you have any like advice there for me and for other people? Uh, I mean, the advice that I have is very, very practical. It, um, it's not, it just takes that one time of like, because I, I think I think the build up to the desire to to wanting to, you know, I'll say act out with uh, pornography, like there's a build up period there where you're like, you know, you you recognize, hmm, that'd be nice to, you know, go kind of indulge for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Um, and then it's like gradual. It's like a it's like a ramp. So I think the real trick is like in that onset, when you notice yourself starting to want to like move that direction. Yeah that's when you need to like um, redirect that motivation to be like, you know what? Okay, cool. Uh, frazzle. Uh, let's go. Uh, play guitar. Let's go play guitar or like write a song or play video games. Yeah. Or whatever yeah. your thing is. <clears throat> yeah. 
That, that's okay. That makes sense. Like, so basically you're saying you got to catch it early. Yeah. Cause you'll keep convincing yourself yeah. to, to go down that path. Oh, yeah. At least that's what I do. No, for sure. And if you, if you let it wait too long, it's like done. I, I mean, I'd say that it's, it's probably, you know, in the realm of like seconds of time, like that you have the opportunity to redirect that. If you wait it's probably crazy. a minute or two minutes, like you're, you're pretty much done. Yeah. At least that's, at least that's how it is for me. Um, mm-hmm. And, but yeah, it's, uh, it's definitely not easy. And I, and I don't, I don't ever want to say that, you know, I have it figured out or because I, I don't, um, obviously it's an issue or else we wouldn't be talking about it. So, um, I got into it when I was really, really young. Mm. Um, this is, dude, this is so hard. Cause like, I know my parents listen to this podcast. Yeah. So I like always think about that before I'm like, well, <laughs> here we go. But I think it's really important to share. So yeah, mom absolutely. and dad, I love you. You did a great job. None of this is your fault. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Marker. Marker. <laughs> we got a 2319. <laughs> I just snorted. Okay. <laughs> You're cute. What? Anyway, so yeah, I got it into it on accident. Like I was, dude, it was so weird. I It's so clear in my head, but I was at a friend's house on their computer because we didn't have a computer at my house. Yeah. We didn't have internet. Like in the dial-up days, the <laughs> '90s, um, but I was at a friend's house looking up a Christian rapper, and I was looking up—I was trying to find his artwork because I was just a nerd. Yes, and I was on Google Images, and that's like when I saw like my first picture of like a naked person. Yeah, and I, I can't even remember, but I was so young. Yeah, um, and like it all just like started there. I'm gonna fast forward super far, but basically, like I struggled my entire life after that, and uh, so there was. I even struggled through college, and I feel like maybe part of that was even because I was told not to. Yeah. Oh, it's like, yeah. oh, yeah, we're not going to help you with this. We're just yeah. going to make you sign a contract. Yeah. <laughs> but to be fair, they had on campus, they had free counseling services that I never took advantage of. Yeah. So that's like, that's on me still. Yeah. Um. So there was a period right after college where I became like insanely motivated because I like lived on my own for the first time in Kansas. Yeah. I was like living on a living room floor yeah. and I became super motivated to overcome pornography. I was like, I'm just going to freaking destroy this. I don't know what got me like that, but I noticed like, so the first thing I tried to do was I tried to change how I actually looked at women. Mm-hmm. So like I'm, it, I just like started with my eyes and like tried to like, Anytime I would see somebody in public, like a woman, I would try not to objectify them. Like, so I'd like just try to be like freaking eye level at all times. Yeah. But I had to like have razor focus yep. anytime I was in public. Um, but that like translated to helping me a lot because like if like it's so easy to get tempted by anything, like a, a billboard, a, a magazine, like yeah. a, a person, like anything, anything, dude. Anything. But that that definitely helped. And I went like a couple years without watching any pornography. Yeah, that's, that's awesome. And then like all of a sudden, like in the past year, it's like been kind of kicking my ass again. And it's really like put a wrench in my relationship too. Yeah. Cause like, I mean, I'm open with, with Lauren about it yeah. and uh, it hurts every time. And it just sucks cause we're kind of in this repetitive thing where I'm trying again to like beat it. Um, but every time it's like beating us up. Yeah. And I, and it I, sucks. Yeah, the internet does suck. Um, a lot. It's it's definitely it definitely complicates relationship. Um, oh, dude, yeah. Again, and I I just want to reiterate this fact that like I don't have it figured out. Like pornography is still an ongoing struggle for me. 
Um, and I say, I say struggle. It's a struggle most of the time, but there are some times where it's not a struggle and I just... You're just choosing it. I'm just choosing it. Yeah. Um, I'm there too. So, um, yeah, but the <laughs> I think... <clears throat> I think I keep saying I think because I don't I don't I don't know these things <laughs> no, and I, I can and, and I can only ever you know I don't like people that that I mean I don't like when people yeah. speak in all absolutes yeah like I know this this is how you do it like none of us know anything <laughs> we don't know anything um, <laughs> I'm just trying I think what works well for me and Lindsay um, and I I keep saying like I think what works well I I can assume. Um, based on previous interactions and previous like times, like the biggest thing is just being open and honest um, with each other. I think that at the end of the day, like wins in the relationship. Um, and again, not not to say that you know it's always the guy in the relationship that has the struggle with pornography. In me and Lindsay's situation, it's it's definitely me. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think again, at the end of the day, honesty in that whole situation is the best thing that connects you with each other. So speaking to, speaking to relationships, um, pornography is, um, for a lot of people is, is, is detrimental to that relationship. Um, just because it's like this whole like comparison thing, like comparing it with like what, um, comparing like, am I not enough? So you have to like go find satisfaction and, in something else. Yeah, exactly. And that's yeah. a lot of people think about it. And that, to me that that's a that's a normal like kind of rational logical way to think about yeah. it. Yeah, I mean I I don't think that's a crazy thought. Yeah, I don't like I'm choosing to look at other people's bodies and, and like and not yours, I yeah, guess. Like yeah. that's I mean that's a realistic thought, especially when you're in like a committed relationship. Yeah. It's like, well, why not just go out and, you know, like cheat on me or something like that. Mm-hmm. I I realize a lot of people don't see like you know, it's not apples to apples like that. Yeah, it's not that simple, but <laughs> yeah, it's not all. It's also not completely crazy for somebody to think that way. Yeah, um, but just being, you know, hey, you always want to be on the same page, <clears throat> and the whole honesty and transparency thing, I think, wins a lot of times. Yeah. Um, with this in particular mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, so. I I noticed like, so my one of my struggles mm-hmm. in life is just I want to look put together like I don't I don't want people to see me make mistakes yeah I get so much anxiety about that I don't know why I'm, I have like this weird fear of failure in anything it, it's stupid like even like if I miss a turn and somebody's in the car <laughs> with me I'm like Yah! yeah <laughs> God damn it. yeah but um so I have this tendency to sometimes not tell Lauren or like just not be totally honest about my mistakes and that always makes it worse yeah. for me. Mm-hmm. Like if I'm just straight up like blunt and honest about my issues, she's gen- like generally like graceful yeah. and like loving towards me about it. Um, it's like, I just, so that's just one thing. I don't know if other people are struggling with that, but that's one thing I suck at for yeah. sure. It's just the initial honesty about it. But I don't want to like hide things. I don't want to be the dude that like lets something like sit inside me for years and then come out in a way worse way yeah. down the road. Like if that's cheating or I don't know, it yeah. could turn into so many dark things. Yeah, it could, especially for how we're like dispositioned to handle it, mm-hmm. you know, because what like when I when I act out like that, 
um, I, yeah, I, I go kind of to a dark place mm-hmm. where I kind of just want to be alone. I kind of, you know, I don't welcome other people's like advice or opinions or like, just don't tell me what's wrong. Like, don't tell me yeah. what I, don't tell me what I can't do. Like if I want to do that, like, especially when I'm in that moment, you know, I, I'm not going to pick up the phone and call somebody. Hey, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm about to act out or like, it, it doesn't typically <laughs> work like no, that. No, yeah. Me. And I have friends that are like, dude, just call me like before you do that. And I'm like, I never will like ever. It doesn't work that way for me. Like yeah. I can't just say, like, "Oh, I'm about to make a mistake." Ding, 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 ding. Yeah. Like I'm not. Pro- I'm not thinking clearly already. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. yeah. But no, I like I like your advice, and I I think some people will be encouraged by it. I mean, I'm encouraged by it. So yeah, I mean, forget I, I, everybody else. Yeah. Forget I'm not even gonna everybody. post this. <laughs> yeah. This is just. I'm just gonna play this in my room yeah. on loop. On loop all the time. Yeah, and I, it, I mean, if people choose to take it as a as advice, like. That's great. I, if anything, it's just we're just talking. It's just extra perspective. Yeah, like it's just another way to look at it. And I and I think that's, you know, that's what would mean the most to me if if people got out of this conversation. Mm-hmm. So, but I, I don't matter. Yeah, we, we don't matter. <laughs> we don't matter. And I like that's my favorite kind of conversations or podcasts is like people who don't claim to have it figured out but are just open about what they struggle with. Yeah. Cause that's like, that's relatable. Like, I don't want to just have somebody like, this is what you do. This is how you do it. Like that generally doesn't work. Like connecting with people and relating, like it goes back to what you were saying. Like just calling people, like just relating with people is like going to make your life better. Yeah. So yeah. thanks for making my life better. Hey, thank you for making my life better. <laughs> hey, hey, <laughs> hey, hey, that's crazy. Um, <laughs> dude, no, this is so cool. I'm so glad you came here. Okay, also, I want to talk a little bit more about your music stuff because I'm really excited for you. Yes. Because I just love seeing people do what they love. Yeah, yeah. So do you have any, like, are you working on any new songs? Yes. Ooh. I'm so excited about this. Okay. So f- first off, I feel like I uh, missed this earlier, but the single that I released in on, like uh, on July 2nd, which was my birthday, mm-hmm. um, I think I'm just going to do that every year, just put out another song on my birthday. <laughs> Only one a year. Next year, it's going to be like four albums, like <laughs> 20, 28 songs. <laughs> One album, 28 songs. Four EPs. I don't know. Either way. Uh, no, anyway, that song was called Couldn't Stay, um, and it's on all the like the streaming services and uh, that you would ever listen to on your heart's desire content. Mm, it's so content. good. Uh, amen. Uh, <laughs> we still need to do a video for that song. Yes, dude. I well, still want to do that. Yeah. Anyway, we, we probably should do it for this next song because I feel like this next song is actually going to be way more chill. Okay, let's actually do it. Yes. Um, so it's super exciting. Uh, I, don't, I didn't get permission but uh, to say this, but our next, uh, my next song, uh, I'm actually, like it's a collab with... Um, me and another producer and then uh, we featured actually two uh rap like section phrases Whoa, on cool. it so it's it's really really crazy um from song, like nashville or uh no so one's from uh i think one's from okay oklahoma oh, um cool. and the other one i think he's in springfield right now nice. um oh yeah is it cj it's CJ. Dude, that's so sick. Yeah, so it's CJ and then uh, this other uh, guy. He's actually a friend of the other producer. His name's Harley that I'm, that we're kind of tag teaming this on. Yeah, okay. Um, I know who that is. Yeah, the other uh, guy that we're featuring is called, uh, his name's uh, Tristan uh, Schuyler. Cool. Um, yeah, uh, freaking crazy, crazy talent. People. I just, I can't even believe, like, I'm I'm getting to, like, collab with these dudes. Uh, That's, it's, it's insane. Dude, make, like, collabing on anything, like, videos or music, like, that is such a fun experience. Yeah. I want to do more of that, too. Yeah. 
Um, really quick. Yep. Have you heard of Jonathan Joseph from Springfield? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. my so gosh, good, dude. so good. Yeah, but him and CJ work together. Yeah, they work together on a lot of stuff. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah, Go I, listen to Jonathan Joseph. He's Jonathan so good. Jonathan Joseph. Yeah, I need to have him on here. Sometime. No, for sure, dude. And I, honestly, I can't. I'm not gonna lie. It would be amiss if I said that I wasn't like looking forward to like working with him on something in the future. I don't think we've ever met. So what's up, bro? <laughs> yeah. He's great, dude. Uh, yeah, no, he is he is good. I love all of his stuff. He is like um, a king of self-promotion and social media. Bro. Like dude, he's just like every day like he's killing it. And he's so fresh, great. dude. His style is so fresh. Oh he, my it's God. crazy to me how undiscovered he is. Like yeah. I really think he's gonna like be successful. Bro, it's just a matter of time. Yeah. For sure. He's he's doing everything. Yeah. Like he's I don't know. That's encouraging to me. Like, to, I love like us, like small artists. Like, we're just putting out stuff. Yeah. And like, see what happens. Yeah, it's crazy though, dude. Okay, get um, back to your thing though. Sorry. Just yeah. To so, so the song is called Trips. Uh, it releases on August thirtieth. Uh, yeah. Is that that's Memorial Day weekend, right? I have no idea. Okay, I think you might. Hey be. Alexa, when's Memorial Weekend? All right, we got nothing from Alexa. Nothing from Alexa. <laughs> She's still doing her homework. Yep. All good. All good. Uh, but yeah, so it's. Uh, we're super, super pumped about the song. Crazy little like two uh, two minute snippet here, like of how the song ha- came kind of together. Mm-hmm. Um, my friend uh, Harley, which I actually met through another friend of mine. It's just crazy how like <laughs> all these connections work. Right. Um, he had posted this like track snippet or whatever on his Instagram, and I was like, "Bro, let me get that." <laughs> and so, um, and so he's like, "No," <laughs> he's like, "All right, sure, dude, whatever." I was just gonna scrap it. I was like, "No, don't scrap that mess." <laughs> and so he sent it to me, and um, I yeah, I was just like, it was just kind of like an automatic thing, like th- like the verses and like the chorus and stuff like that. They were just there, and then like so I like I laid I laid down the verses and like the vocals and stuff on it, mm-hmm. um, and I sent it back to him, and he's like, "Dude, this is so dope." So oh, like, which so was cool. super super encouraging to me. Yeah. And his wife was like. I've, I have had it on repeat like all day. It's such a vibe. Dang, that's um, cool. So yeah, I sent that to him. And then we both were kind of like thinking, he initially like wrote, like was like messing with the beat and like kind of constructed it around the idea of having like a, you know, a, like a rap verse on it or something. Mm-hmm. Um, so we kind of like mutually were both thinking that, hey, we need to have kind of a rap on there. And so I reached out to CJ um, and he was like, dude, I want on that track. And so um, that's so cool and so literally like uh, the next day and all this stuff like it's had conspired um like this whole thing had uh conspired i can't say that word oh perspired. my lord um all my armpits perspired yeah dude my legs were pers- per perspired in perspassions what's happening all this stuff conspired over the period of like three or four days and um yeah, like I had my vocals on it. Like CJ had his like tracks to me, and it's we like had dream team track. Yeah, yeah. and so we had uh, Tristan's uh, track just like a week later or whatever. And so it's like all coming together. Uh, oh, dude. It's definitely different because it's like it features two rap phrases on it, which like they're t- two different sections, and we feature yeah. two different actual like like rap artists, which I like is that. Uh, which is um, it's cool. I mean, I know like typically like there are. There's a lot of songs out there that ha- that feature like more than one rapper on it. I just I think it's kind of cool how we're doing it though, because they both have kind of have their own dedicated phrases too. But mm-hmm. it's dope. Uh, the song's called Trips. Uh, it comes out on August 30th. Dude, yeah, we should we should do some sort of video for that. Even if you want me to like make you like a cool like lyric video or something, yeah, like, to stream. Yeah, I would love to help you with that. I've got a lot of like things in my head around this thing, it uh, video wise, that I'm like, it would just be probably the most simple video to make. 
We just need to take a trip. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. A yeah. trip for yeah. trips. You see it? Yeah. <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I just, I love seeing all these people from our like evangelical Christian college, like doing like secular music and like making really good quality stuff. Yeah. It's like, you're doing this, CJ, um, <clears throat> Uh, Jonathan Joseph and like um, Brendan too. Yeah, yeah dude. like so Brendan like yeah. Nobody on here probably knows who Brendan is, but he went to college with us and yeah. he was a worship leader. I saw Brendan in college as like the pinnacle of worship leader. Yes. Like yeah, he had like the the <clears throat> long brim. Yeah, the flat brim, like leather hat thing. Yes. Like such a beautiful person. Like flawless voice. Shoes. He had shoes. Dude, his shoes were always on point. <laughs> worship leaders always have shoes. Nice shoes. Yeah, he's got good shoes, but. To see him, like, dude, I feel like he's, like, the next Taylor Swift. He, like, looks all hardcore now, and he's got, like, blonde hair. Yeah. And he, yeah. like, he just released a track with Harley, Harley. right? Yeah, that's right. And it's so good. Yeah. Like, it's just so cool to see, like, people, like, doing things that are fulfilling for themselves that yeah. aren't within, like, a Christian world. Yeah. I don't know. It gets me so stoked. Yeah. Like, just being, people being creative. Yeah, look up Brendan, by the way. It's Brendan Kendall. Uh, I don't, don't ask me how to spell it, so. Kendall. Brendan Kendall. Brendanowitz. Mark Brendanowitz. <laughs> on Spotify. <laughs> He's yeah, like he, got this like rap album on yeah. there with like 13 listens. Oh my gosh, dude. I saw this commercial the other day with Jeremy Renner, which is Hawkeye. Yeah. He's in a freaking dude, band. Yeah. He started a country band. What? He's got a, dude, he's got a YouTube channel. And it's it, good. And it only has like 20,000 subscribers. I'm like, dude, I need to like collab with Jeremy. Yes, dude. <laughs> It's crazy. Like I was watching the music video and I almost thought it was a parody. Yeah. I was like, oh, the dude from Hawkeye is like making fun of country music. Yeah. No. Nope. nope. Straight up just jamming it. Real deal. Real, Real deal. deal. What time is it right now? Uh, it's 11.51. Oh, we're good for a little bit. I got to go get my hair cut at one. Hair snips. I got to get that snip on that trip, baby. Snip, dude. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you go to like a certain barber or anything? Uh, I used to, but I still do. But <laughs> I used to, but now I still do. Yeah. Um, no, I, I used to go to, to Scouts in downtown, but that was when they like had not that many like bar like bar barbers. War bores? Is I mean, age old question here. Other people probably know the answer to it. I probably don't. It, can a can a lady can a female be a barber? Mm, or is she what are they called? Barbarista. Yeah. Bar <laughs> <laughs> but men can be baristas. Well, it's so funny because they also sell coffee and beer there. So it's a barbarista barber shop. would just be a, shop, a Barbara? Barber Barbara. <laughs> yes. Anyway, so they only had a select number of Barbaras when I first... <laughs> when I first like started going there. And then I they started... drooled. <laughs> Air it up. Air it. Just the All 10,000 taste buds. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man, that's so funny. That is rich. Um, <laughs> that was a quote from The Grinch, by the way. I love Christmas movies, in case you didn't know that. Be blessed. Oh, be blessed. I um, watched Spider-Man last night, but that's not very Homecoming or the other one? I watched Into far, the Spider-Verse. Far, Spider far away. <laughs> that's in Shrek. Oh, yeah, dude. <laughs> <laughs> far from home, my bad. Far, yeah. far away. Have, yeah, it's crazy. Wow. What's in this coffee? Wowsies. I think I drink candle wax instead of coffee. <laughs> <laughs> Burning mouth. It tastes Yo, weird. My ulcers. <laughs> my ulcers are on fire right now. Drinking too much waxy. I don't know what we're talking about, but I'm getting my hair cut at one. That's pretty awesome. Yeah. Lindsay cuts my hair now. 
My wife. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're. <laughs> Do you want to? Um, we're we should just wrap this up and then we should go get a quick lunch. Should go grab a bite. Sure, grab a bite and then then part ways. Probably see each other in like another six months. Yes. <laughs> no, we gotta hang out again soon. No, for sure. Yeah, because I'm gonna need that video. So. Yeah, we do need to make a video. Yeah, I w- dude, I just want to get to the point where I'm making enough doing like my creative stuff yeah. that I can just like <clears throat> make friends for video or yeah. make videos for friends. Make friends from I videos. Create a friend. No, I want to make <laughs> videos for for people who need it, yeah. like that are starting something. So and that are starving something. It's, everybody's starving something. Sorry. I got a dog in the closet. <laughs> That's terrible. That's terrible. I love dogs. I would never hurt them. I love all animals. It's don't, amazing. Don't yeah. quote that. Yeah, uh, dude. Cool. All right. Thanks for watching. Go check out Jolie. Jolie. J-O-L-I. Yeah. Couldn't stay is on Spotify. Again, all streaming platforms. But and then I already new said that song once. coming out August 30th. Yes. Yes. Trips, baby. Dope. Trips, baby. Take a trip to trip. that Spotify link. Yeah. Take a all trip. Right. Yep. Dude, thank you so much. Let's, let's cheers right Bro, next to your microphone. Thank you so much for having me. This is amazing. What are we doing here? You're welcome. We're going to cheers. And- <laughs> That's all I needed. All right. <laughs> We're done. Thank you so much for watching this video. If you like my stuff, consider subscribing to my channel. It would mean a whole lot to me. If you'd like your name on all of my work, access to episodes of my podcast early, or bonus episodes of my vlog, head over to patreon.com slash Zachariah Mayfield. You can support me for as little as $3 a month. That's a pretty freaking good deal.